You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Three, two, one. Liftoff will start in T-minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. This is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to The Summit State of Mind. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks. And everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your happy commissioner, Kenny. And of course, with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. A happier person indeed than me. And dude, my goodness, we weren't even planning on recording another episode this week. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they came out. The Rockets said, had to start one time. The horns had to do it. Had to drop the horns one time. It is a big day in Houston Rockets history. My God. It's like the Rockets heard like, oh, there's no news happening? Oh, well, pfft. let me drop that bomb. Let me drop that bomb one time in the entire city of Houston and the entire NBA. Christian Wood has officially been traded from the Houston freaking Rockets, he is gone. He is not here anymore. GM, immediate thoughts. We're going to go into the trade details in a minute. Oh, my gosh. That horn wasn't even... Oh, you know, fuck it. <laughs> We're in it again. We're in, We're it, in again. it again. GM, immediate thoughts about this trade. Christian Wood goes to the Dallas Mavericks. How are you feeling right off the top of your head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, to be honest with you. I mean, for the team, I'm ecstatic. This practically insinuates that Palomincaro is going to be drafted at number three, and I'm very, very happy about that if that um, is what comes into fruition. But also there's the human side. feel bad for the guy named Christian Wood, but actually at the end of the day, I don't. You know why? Hmm. He's going to play with Luka Doncic. He's going to be playing with an elite top five player in this league when he plays at his best and you know what else is going to work for them they both don't play defense (laughs) so it works and they you know what the ironic thing is Uh the dallas defense was a top five defense in the nba so if christian wouldn't get away with the same bullshit and still play for a top five maybe top 10 defense dude good for you would you know like a I think that he actually will be a good fit for Dallas. But in regards to Houston, oh man, we're going to see a lot of KPJ and Jalen Green, especially Jalen Green, getting mm-hmm. buckets. And I'm very, very 
excited at that prospect with they, the possibility of Minkero. They, you know what, I'll say this, they officially, you know, we always knew that this was going to be Jalen Green's team and we all agreed that this was pretty much Jalen Green's team, but it, it's official now. Like, mm-hmm. this is the the coronation, as it seems, of yep. the fact that this is now truly going to be your team now. Like, Jalen Green is now truly going to have the keys to the kingdom to fully operate because the only person that they felt like was kind of not negating him by any means, but kind of stunting, stunting the growth quote unquote by the, via the reps and the the amount of ball time, the ball would be in his hands would be uh Christian wood, who would be the person that would take the ball away from him. But <laughs> GM, I'm telling you, man, when I, when this bomb dropped, I, I was not the one time I'm like, not on my phone. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I just got out of the movie theater. Shout-outs to Dex. We watched Lightyear. Uh, I, I, I saw it, like, I saw the news a half hour after, and it was just the most hilarious thing. We watched the movie. Great movie about it, by the way. Uh, very solid Pixar movie. I highly recommend that you go watch it. Shout-outs to Dex, who hooked it up with the press pass. Thank you very much indeed, sir, for the early viewing, early screening. And, like... I, I by the time I had seen it, it was so funny we, we pulled up we pulled it up and I'm like the first thing I see is the Tim McMahon uh, news and then it goes it was a Woj retweet and it goes oh would 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 you know work really well with Dallas and I'm like okay all right is this a rumor like it's the first thing that popped up so I didn't get to see anything else it was the first message that popped pinged on my phone mm. and then all of a sudden Dex goes yo man Wood got traded I was like what. Oh, so this is this happened. This already happened. He was like, "Yeah, it happened," and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I'm like trying to scroll through. I'm, I'm you know, badgering through, trying to figure out like mm-hmm. what the details were in this trade. Yeah. And I, I'm standing here and I'm trying to kind of figure out, like, piece together what, you know, why the trade happened now. Mm-hmm. Were the pieces that we got worth it? Were they the best we could have gotten? You know, all these thoughts pop in you know immediately fall in the head especially if falls the head of all the rockets fans that are out there the first few things that they're thinking of but gm i, w- I want to pass it over to you now give the full detail of the trade as it's as it's happened right now mm-hmm. i want to give my thoughts in a minute like i have full thoughts including a theory that i think people are going to want to hear and mm-hmm. listen to and uh i'm going to unleash that in a little bit but i want you to give the uh, trade details so everyone can kind of understand what we're dealing with here okay so the full details is this is that the houston rockets are sending christian wood to the dallas mavericks for the number 26 pick in the 2022 nba draft one of my personal favorites who is also a star in hustle boban marjanovic he is the man he is a superstar in uh state farm commercials correct superstar in hustle yeah, I said that as well. Oh, he was yes. an all-star. <laughs> and two former Rockets legends, not one, but two, in Marquise Chris, who was, who, what is it, he arrived in the Ryan Anderson trade to Phoenix in after 2018, and Sterling Brown, who was also a member of the Rockets the year that we had Harden and lost him. Two former Rockets returned. And in addition, Trey Burke, who actually played very well against us in utah he's when decent. he was there decent. he's a decent three and d guy yeah and out of all the players he's probably the one that i'm actually excited about excuse in, me i'm sorry what p- you love that, boban 
I know, but he's not going to get PT. <laughs> oh. there, there's a difference. Oh, that Trey Burke can actually get PT on this team is what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, this is a great deal for the Rockets considering that there's no long-term effects contract-wise that affects us in the salary cap, correct? Mm-hmm. And the possibility of the number 26 pick. In my opinion, I think that the Rockets are likely trying to package 17 and 26 to, to move up. Seems highly likely. I just don't know if we have enough space in the roster to garner two, three, sorry, three more rookies again. So I'm just not 100% certain about that. Mm-hmm. But I do like that the deal was made. I felt like the deal had to be done considering what was transpiring at the end of the season with a Christian Wood being out. And I feel like in order for this team to be fully enveloped in the Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., and whomever the next rookie is at number three, <coughs> Paolo Bancaro, <coughs> that this will be their team. And I think that the synchronicity that will happen with those possible three guys will be very integral moving forward. And I truly, truly believe that. In regards to Christian Wood, um, we got to give credits to... Oh man, see, I saw that tweet from Zion. Z-I-Y-A-N in regards to a post that Codman made on Clutch Fans. Mm-hmm. Clutch Fans legend that Kenny and I have followed for many years. And it shows how often we're on the forums now. We are certainly not. Sorry about that, Dave. We will have you on very soon. Very, very soon. But yes, on Clutch Fans. And he was just stating that the players did not get along very well with Christian Wood. Um, he was a little too demanding, which is it, it wasn't blind to anyone, not even fans. We could all see it based on how he called for the ball consistently all the time yeah he was kind of big timing them you know and i was that just was not cool that wasn't it you know and also the fact that he that there were situations and scenarios when kpj would act a certain way uh when kpj would kind of remove him not remove himself again but refuse to leave the game and then christian wood on the other hand would refuse to go into a game people tend to forgotten that that there have been scenarios throughout this season mm-hmm. where christian wood uh, did not did not act like the 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 veteran that he was kind of supposed to be for you know to be an example that is set for the youth he didn't do that he didn't achieve that in my opinion Mm -hmm. um i didn't believe that he garnered a, a huge amount of respect based on just what i saw and i think in regards to just this christian wood trade if i if i if we want to unpack this properly um I just want to op- I just want to open it up first, like for me, by saying that uh, this trade. I think I, I, Roosh put out a tweet, and uh, I I tend to agree with him in in the sense of what he tweeted. He said that the this was at the end of the day probably going to be one of the higher value trades you were going to get for mm-hmm. a Christian Wood. And, Absolutely, and I agree. He with wasn't that. he wasn't highly valued throughout the league. I, I can truly believe that. I know for a fact, myself and the GM both know this, and that we're not saying that we're not claiming to be sources or insiders by any means, but we knew last season, and this last offseason, and this offseason they were looking into trades, uh, trading Christian Woods. So mm-hmm. they were going to entertain it no matter what. They just probably got an offer that they wanted. Now, 
the reason why I am thinking about this and why this is such a big deal to me, people immediately, immediately, including UGM, is thinking, package 26 and 17 to move up in the draft. Is that a likely scenario? Absolutely. There are two likely scenarios here. That's the likely scenario that they're going to move. They see someone they want. They know they're not. that person's not going to drop, so they're going to move up to get them. That's the likely scenario. Second likely scenario, they hold on to that 26 pick and do a draft and stash. Mm-hmm. They get someone that's overseas, going to let them develop for a couple more years, and then bring them over. There's no way There's no way you're going to get th- you're, you're, you're staying pat on three draft picks, and you're bringing all three rookies in. That is a combined seven draft picks if mm-hmm. you hold on to it. Seven first round picks mm. that would immediately be coming in seven out of your what 15 no that's not going to work that's not going to happen that's not um feasible that's not feasible by any means there's no roster spots to give just to be who was on our pod last time he had told us like there's just no fee- no feasible option to get this to happen now get to get to where i wanted to get this is my this is me putting my tinfoil hat you think of- we're getting a vet don't you no this is my, my, me putting on my tinfoil hat of theories. Let me just preface it by saying, you know, I this is not I'm not a Bancaro hater. Let's just get this perfectly straight. I, I, I support Jabari doesn't mean that I hate Bancaro. I just prefer Jabari over Bancaro. That's just how I that's just how I see it. Now, the way everything is lining up, Bancaro arrives in Houston. Ben, according to Javon Giovanni or Javanchi um, from the Draft Express, mm-hmm. he was working out in the gym today. They saw him work out in Memphis a few days ago. He's been here in Houston. People are tending to forget that we have the third overall pick, not the first overall pick, but the third. There have been reports that are there's been reports on the insider insider works on Orlando that Orlando likes Bancaro, that they actually like Bancaro more than they're letting on. Mm-hmm. There's also reports that OKC likes Bancaro too, so it's all a toss up at this point. People, the thing is, is like, look. I'm I'm highly supportive of Rockets fans and they're wanting for what they want. Do you have a big group of people that want Bancaro? Bancaro's boat has become a goddamn island, mm-hmm. like of people, and including you yourself. I truly, res- personally, I respect it. It's no issues with me. Now, how the question here is: How badly does Stone want Bancaro? That's the question. How bad does he want him? Does he want him so bad that there's a feeling that he might not drop the three? So what if he doesn't drop the three? What if he goes one or two? What does that mean? You got to package a trade. Mm -hmm. That means if someone threatens, if someone from Orlando threatens, oh, you like him. Okay. We like him too. We can get him. What can you give us? We can want to give you the number. We can give you this number one pick. Okay. So you can put a gun to our heads. What, what do you want for the number two pick? We want Bancaro. How bad, how bad do you want Bancaro Stone? So that's where you know me putting on my tinfoil hat of of thought would be this twenty six pick is not to move up in the draft. It is to move up in the draft, but it's not to move up to back into the lottery. It is to move up from three to two or one, and maybe Jesus. package a future first rounder on top of it because of the fact that look look at all these reports. Bancaro's been killing all. Think about it, Exhibit A. He's been killing all of his workouts. They're mm-hmm. all so the top picks are so high on him. Exhibit Exhibit B, he he's officially heighted in at six ten without shoes. He's a true big. He's gonna six, be ten and a half. Six ten and a half. So he's with shoes. He's gonna garner six eleven seven feet. Yep. A man who's eighteen turning nineteen who's gonna continue to grow in the process too. He's gonna be seven feet. Like it seems like that's gonna that's be what's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna cap. I don't think he's gonna cap off on this height. He's probably gonna grow another inch or two. He could be seven feet without shoes by the time it's all said and done here. This guy, who's been proven as the 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 best scorer out of this entire draft, me who, who I would personally you know would believe in too to be, be a rocket. But now, people need to understand this. Bancaro is not. Bancaro is 
not just going to come to our Rockets just because we want him. He's the th- we have the third overall pick. People need to understand that. Like this is what gets me is that people think okay we have the f- the first pick and second pick. We don't have the first overall pick here. This is out of our hands. It doesn't matter what we want. Mm-hmm. It's whoever's available. Was this trade made in conjunction with the fact that we can package twenty six and three to move up another spot and maybe mortgage a future first round on top of that? Now, granted, I I don't think that that could, I don't think that is going to happen. The most likely scenario is that Bancaro ends up or being a rocket. But you just never know, man. I've seen we've seen some crazy curveballs. You and me have lived a good amount of time and years on this earth, and we've seen some crazy drafts mm-hmm. happen. And this is not a set in stone draft. This is not LeBron going at one. Mm-hmm. This is no clear cut first first overall pick. Right now, Jabari is on top of the boards, but Chet was on top of the boards for a good portion of the year. Now Bancaro mm-hmm. is creeping up at the top of the boards this year. What's going to happen? Is Stone leveraging this pick? To stash it and re- and be ready just in case he can't get Bancaro and he has to move up to two or one. Boom goes the dynamite. Purely no spec, purely speculation on my part. Mm-hmm. I think that is honestly why he got this pick. I don't think it's to move up into the teens. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's to move back into the lottery. I think it is just to be ready in case Bancaro becomes unavailable to him at three and he needs to move up. Hey man, you know what if. <laughs> You might be right about that. I'm not going to um, dispute your statement because you could possibly be correct. All I've heard so far on some reports is Pelabin Caro has had rave reviews in his workouts. Some would say that he has even been been classified as a quote-unquote character guy. I'm not sure about that, but if that is possible, then that is certainly some uh, somebody I would want on my team. So, when it pertains to you in your speculation, in your world, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not sure if we're going to package 26. It's probably going to be 3 and 17 and a future first to move up. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. maybe that 26 is just a stash pick to hold on to. Yeah, maybe an international in prospect that can drop, stash and draft and stash, you know. It's a possibility. Or just to have another first-round pick if you're going to package 3 and 17 for a higher pick. True. That 26 pick is just to guarantee you another first-round pick. I mean, regardless. I'm pretty sure that... No matter what happens, um, if the draft plays out the way that everybody um, plans it tri- to to go out, sorry, I can't even get my words right. Um, if the draft plays out the way that we all believe that it will play out, then I believe that Stone has deals in hand, probably with multiple teams. Yep. You know, just in case. Based on if X player drops to number what eleven? Is that New York? Yeah. Um, yeah, it drops to number like, like 11 a player, or 12. A player that we like at 11. Um, they might have a deal in place for New York to draft said player, then immediately trade is announced, barring whatever happens, correct? Um, but it'll all vary. We don't know yet. We do have a week, which is kind of crazy to believe that there is one more week until the draft. By the time this episode drops, it will be seven days out. Yeah, we'll be exactly yeah. seven days out from the draft. Mm-hmm. I, oh, wait, today's Wednesday. Yeah, so tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, so, yeah, seven yeah. days. <laughs> wow, crazy. Um, I, like I said, mm-hmm. it's me putting on my tinfoil hat. I don't know if that's gonna. No, there's be nothing true. wrong with that. I, don't know if I that's mean, true. I think you're thinking I think, outside the box. I think most likely, no. Like I said, there's two scenarios that are most likely gonna happen. Why we got this pick? It's the mm-hmm. draft and stash, or it's the trade up for a pick back in the lottery. Yeah, which is the part of the two most likely scenarios. My only thing here is, is that. I, there are just so many people that want to coronate 
Ben Carroll is a rocket when the it's not in our hands right now. Like that's yeah. the only thing. Like it's just not in you, our you hands. You hate to see that people are like I don't want people crowning to, him already. I don't well not even that. Like, I just don't want people to be heartbroken if he doesn't. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And like like you know, this is me just caring about my fellow fan base. It's like, a lot of emotions to invest yeah, in a player. Like, you know, and, our friends, some close some close some of our close Rockets friends, like they love Ben Carroll. I just I would feel so bad if they if that just didn't end up happening and just he didn't, he didn't end up being a rocket like you're just so much investment into this and yeah I would ready be, to I crown would, it. a part of me would be broken yeah you know to what be I mean with I mean and, and and a part of me would a part of me would be look I'm thirty I'm at a point now where I'm thirty three thirty three thirty three going every mm-hmm. which way maybe thirty maybe thirty five percent push two percent more higher push towards uh, Jabari but it's starting to really even out across the board because. I'm opening myself to the possibility of all three. And like I've, I've said this in years past, I can buy into the prospect of all three. But just this, let's let's maneuver now, GM, into this, just the meat and potatoes of just the wood trade now and how it how it focuses now on the lineups for the Rockets. I, I think realistically speaking, I just want to get this out before I, I'll hand it over to you. I think, right, I think right now, if you were to look at this team across the board mm. with picks with pick number three coming in, it was going to be, you know, it's two power forwards in a center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Bancaro, Jabari, and Chet. There's no realistic way that, I, and I've thought about this, that there's no realistic way that you can keep Wood. Like, really, like, realistically speaking. You have LP. You have Usman waiting in the wings. You yeah. have KJ Martin. You have Jay Sean Tate still. You have pick number three. That's like five people to squeeze into these power forward center spots. Yeah. And then Wood. That's six. It's just not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. And you just want, you know, and it's not even a, it's not even a hate fest on wood. It's just mm-hmm. more of a matter of like, let's, you know, let's ship off wood to give him a better opportunity to su- succeed on a on a team. He wants to play for a winner. All core all accounts, he wants to play for a winner. So there you go. You know, put them, put your money where your mouth is now. And here, now you have a chance to compete yeah. on a playoff team that actually, you know, made it to the conference finals. Let's see what you can do now. We're, this is it now. This is you know, put up or shut up time. But in mm-hmm. regards to these Rockets right now, like. Where do you think this garners for this team now moving forward when the number three pick ends up coming in? Um, first things first, Alper and Shangun will be the starting five for you. Guaranteed. Opening night. You think guaranteed? Oh. Unless Chet. Absolutely guaranteed, unless Chet, yeah. yeah but yeah. there's a possibility they can put Chet at the four. Yeah, I see that. Who yeah, knows? that's true. But, you know, um, first and Ralph foremost, that's, Sorry. that's the wonderful feeling for me. <laughs> I am very happy about LP. The second thing is I'm not sure what the starting lineup will be if we do hypothetically draft Palabin Carroll. I can see them rolling with a lineup of, hear me out, even though I don't completely, I'm not, I wouldn't be sold on this lineup, but I can see Silas rolling with it as KPJ, Jalen, Bincaro at the three, Jay Sean Tate at the four, and Shangun at the five, because Tate can play defense. And he can help in regards to setting these guys straight and being the anchor, which is something that this team might like, you know. And with all of that being said, I'm not sold on Bincaro being at the three, but I do think that if Silas wants to be different to start the season, like he went with a double big lineup last year, he might roll with that to see how Bincaro responds and how he defends other threes. Do I believe that he can make that happen? I don't believe in that. Mm. As much as I love Bincaro, I he hasn't shown me anything in the part that he could be quick 
enough to guard most threes in the league. What are you talking um, about? What are you talking about? And you don't believe in Bancaro now all of a sudden? Huh? I didn't say that, Kenny. Come on now. Come on said now. defense-wise, to guard Come threes. On, man. I don't want, my man can do everything. I don't want him to guard threes. My man is Jesus walking on water. I don't want him to guard threes. Ben Carroll I want walks him on to water. Play, I want him to play the four at six, ten and a half without shoes. The guy's just, he is, he has size. He has yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. And I want to put, I want us to put him in the best position to succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, that's just something that weighed on my mind considering how Silas is. He likes to put out lineups that aren't very traditional in the sense but i'm good with that we're gonna have to trust him if that's something that he does roll with i mean personally what i would want is kj at the three being care at the four and tate coming off as like a super sixth man to help out in regards to everything you can man a small ball lineup at the five or you know switch off with being at the four you know in regards to that mm. or tate will guard the big guys I mean, he already was doing it because Christian Wood would wave him to do that. <laughs> so he has experience, certainly. Oh, absolutely. But in the grand scheme of things, it's just overall, I'm just very excited because this is officially Jalen Green's team. And now we are going to see what it is like to see Jalen Green with his keys on the ignition. So... I mean, as much as I love KPJ, this is Jalen's team now. And that's mm-hmm. how it should be. And I believe that's how it will be. So, in regards to all of that, I'm extremely excited. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, it, there's a lot to, there's a lot to see about what could possibly happen. But we're just not 100% certain until next Thursday. But at this point in time, you can see that the team is making moves in regards to transitioning yeah, out of the wood phase and into the fully immersed Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. phase. And I'm all for that. And kudos to Stone. This is actually a deal that is better than I had envisioned for a Christian Wood, to be honest with you. you know, And that's completely... Um, I'm not trying to to rag on Wood, but it's just more so kind of like where I'm not sure about his value around the league. And you can tell that teams didn't really value him t- so highly. And I think Dallas noticed that they needed help, and they got Luca his help. Um, I do think that Wood will fit. He'll fit more than we really think he will, mm-hmm. in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I think, like, Wood... I think Wood in Dallas, in in hindsight, is a dream pairing. I agree. Um, Talent-wise, I've said this on the pod, and I'll say this time and time again: take the attitude out, take the work ethic out of the take uh, the work ethic out of the equation. Pure talent alone, he's a top five center in the league. Mm-hmm. Pure basically on the talent because he can hit a he can stroke a three, he can handle the rock, he can finish inside he can finish inside with the best of them. He's a very talented player. Yeah. The question is: Will Jason Kidd can Jason Kidd rein can rein in this talented player and get his head on straight, get the attitude right, get the work ethic right, and get him to believe? Because what we're what we're, based on what we're hearing is that that Wood is and he's shown it now. We're not mm-hmm. almost like a like a diva like mentality. I'm not calling him a diva. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of calling him a diva, <laughs> but I, this is the mentality that he's kind of been bringing out as of late. It's based on what we've seen. Mm-hmm. 
I do but, think that defense is contagious, though. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. yeah, definitely, it's contagious. I, I don't know how far it reaches with Wood. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I mean, it, it's all look. At the end of the day, it's all up to him. It's all up to him. He, they're gonna go. The thing is, next year Dallas is gonna go as far as, mm-hmm. as Wood as Wood is gonna help. Mm-hmm. Look at Doncic. Now he instantly Wood instantly becomes arguably the number two option now, mm-hmm. right out the gate. So we'll see what happens there. Now backtracking over I mean, to the, are you think you'd take Wood over Jalen Brunson? Actually, actually, Wood's probably suitable number. He's two, a cheaper option on top. To he's a cheaper option to boot too. He's only going to make thirteen million a year here, so he's gonna he's gonna be a much cheaper option. I think Jalen Brunson's what is he's he's gonna try to get at least fifteen. I think yeah. at least fifteen out the gate, fifteen to eighteen. But I guess uh, backtracking it over to the Rockets and what I said in my initial statement in regards to what you know the, the, all these bigs here and I, and I and I really enjoyed what you said in regards to what this team is trying to structure themselves to be and how they're trying to create this system mm-hmm. around Jalen Green and completely you know give him the keys to the kingdom to to do what he wants to do to put the ball in KP's hands and be like all right now this is it now yeah you know this, this, this is you this know is, like this, this is, is y'all's toy now. exactly y'all make it exactly happen. this is not like this isn't even like a you know like we're gonna be contenders here it's not like like a put up or shut up thing like it is with wood because mm-hmm. dallas has high hopes now dallas yeah. just made the conference finals wood mm-hmm. is expected to be the piece that puts them over the top and they only had to give up a first round they only had to give up boban they only had to give up like these yeah, these, for, and, and, these, and, and, these these incendiary pieces yep. to get to get christian wood who's basically gonna be the guy now so that is a put up or shut up for them for us it's more like okay great you got rid you got rid of you got rid of wood now you can fully see yeah like you said a fully mm-hmm. immersed offense yeah. Garnered with the possibility of a Bancaro, a Chet Holmgren, a Jabari Smith to go to tag along with these guys. Mm-hmm. The season just got like we already knew the fun of the season was going to be like an A. It just went up to like an A plus plus plus. Like Absolutely. the fun of the season yeah. and what we're going to see. And I, and, and I, this is maybe too early for me to call, but I'm going to say this right out the gate. I think Silas. I think this might be Silas's. This is going to be Silas's a uh, year. I feel like Silas may get some legitimacy out of this team now. Like now, I feel like now I feel like Silas can fully. But there's also no excuse everything. now. Yeah, of course. Now no there's excuse. the other side of the coin too. But I fully actually believe now mm-hmm. with Wood not being there, where th- that was the last of the pressure of that Harden Westbrook Wood era. Yep. You know what I mean? That was supposed to they come and ha- completely washed their hands They've, of anything exactly. that resembles it, outside of Eric Gordon. But Eric Gordon hasn't been a diva either. So he's, he's a man of a thousand faces. He's the carryover. He's just the carryover. But he understands. He understands. Yeah. yeah, he's the he's the. You know what he is? You never heard of the grandfather clause? Mm-hmm. Is that the grandfather clause? You ever heard of that? No. So it's basically basically no matter what, like it. it so anytime you have like a plan, like so like uh, in. You're grandfathered in, so basically, like whatever plan you have, if you get like a new system or like a new plan, whether it's like a phone oh, or anything like that, it. he gets to keep it and it carries over. You know what? That's my that's my boy Aragorn, man. He's a he's a, he's the grandfather clause, dude. He just he just carries over to the next generation, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. no matter what iteration is set before you. He, my man, came in in the beginning of the James Harden is gonna be the new point god. You know, mm-hmm. like where Be- Beverly was gonna play the two spot and Harden was gonna play the one. So you know, it's it it's it's very exciting to see. I, I like that. You know, we and it, it felt so important to us to get this. You know, this episode out to yeah. get this re immediate reactions out because mm-hmm. this is such a huge deal. GM, you said this over the phone, dude. You believe that this is the biggest trade the Rockets have had since Harden. Yep. And you you stand by that like, absolutely. You stand by that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Tell the tell the people. I just I know because that. I mean, this, I understand why, but I want you to tell the people fully why. immerses them into what is the full rebuild now. 
like you said, the nose no carryover. They've completely washed their hands of the Harden era. Christian Wood was a little piece of that, but he was signed here to be a part of that era, even though Harden was here temporarily, very short. But he was signed here to be a part of that era, and now they've washed that era completely out, minus Gordon. But at the end of the day, what matters is now this is Jalen Green's team. The page has been flipped. We are not just in a new book. We're in like we're the next chapter. This is Transformers Generation Two. Rodimus Prime is at the helm. You know what I mean? This is. <laughs> I know. I had to go all the way back to nineteen eighty four, eighty six, eighty seven. Generations could have gone with, yeah, yeah. But I went to that. That's okay. You know, and I'm <laughs> all for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the transition went well. Uh, not sorry. Well, well saying that the the transition will go well yeah is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i truly believe it and now we get to see jalen fully blossom we get to see him be fully unleashed and that is something that we've all craved last year that's what we wanted to see but with that comes more expectation and more pressure the question is will guys like jalen or KPJ handle the pressure well as being the main guys of this team. I believe it can happen. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. is making strides as a human being and in maturity and being a professional. I don't have a doubt in my mind about Jalen Green. Jalen Green is going to oh, be a star. He's a stud. He's going to be a he's superstar. Be a stud. And Easily. he has all the tools to be that guy. And with his work ethic that is highly reported constantly, he will get there. It's just more so the complementary pieces now that will fit. And if whether that piece is a Chet, Jabari, or Paul Bencaro, that is what matters, and that is what Silas is being paid to do, to figure out how these guys will mesh mm-hmm. with Jalen Green. And I'm also excited, again, about Alperen Shangun to see him with the ball in his hands a bit more, with... Now that he doesn't have to worry about wood, we can see Shangun operate from the mid post or at the top of the key and fully immerse themselves with this offense. Mm-hmm. The defense, very, very, very questionable. Uh, yeah, I mean, at but, best. At best. But it doesn't mean we're not exciting. Well, Bo- they, Boban, mm-hmm. Boban as the, the center spot actually gives us actual length. And Let's size. just start Boban. Sorry, Al P. We'll start Boban. Well, no, he'll be the Dikembe Mutombo and play like twelve minutes a game. Boban can just play the backup part, and in my opinion, he probably should be the backup at this point. No, he should not. Who Boban? He should not be the backup. You know who the backup should be? Oh, Usman. Yes, Usman Garuba should be the backup. Yeah, I mean, we've invested already a lot. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no, no. I know that. I understand Mm -hmm. that. Just Mm -hmm. I love Boban so. I love Boban so much. I love Boban too. I should say Usman can just be a. Power but, forward. But Usman should succeed. Yeah, no, Usman should succeed. But I, like you're talking about the biggest Usman stand than there is, man. But I understand this that it's only going to go as far as like Usman is willing to go in terms of his work ethic to get there. Like that's that's where it stands on. I support him 100. percent I fully believe he'll get there. Um, I guess just kind of just wrapping things up in regards to just our thoughts here in regards to these Christian Wood trade. Um, earlier than we expected. Oh, much earlier. Earlier than we expected, but. 
I mean, I I think you and me both we talked about this. We've talked about this off air a few times, where we fully believe that this was going to be most likely this the time where he was going to get traded. He was going to enter the last year of his contract. Um, you could have waited for the deadline to see what you might have had, but like I said, there's a reason why this trade happened a week out from the draft. I wanna, yeah, yeah. And it and it okay. lines up perfectly. I agree with that. I agree with and that. it lines up perfectly. Bancaro's in Houston. Bancaro's been working out with Houston. They obviously liked what they saw enough to trade away Wood. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. There's there's some there's some reason going hand in hand here. Now there, my my tinfoil hat theory. Uh, I, I I think there might be some actual. There's got to be some actual legitimacy and legs to it. It's to kind of put the ball more in a Stone's court so he can get Bancaro. Mm. That's what I believe. So you may be right. There, there, there's there's always that there's always that puncher's chance of being right. But it's not even just about being right. What is the most likely scenario in terms of this 26 pick? Last question. Like the 26 pick. Like what? I you know we had the I you know I weighed out the three scenarios where you 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 keep that 26 pick and you draft and stash. Uh, you know, uh, reason number two, you decide to you decide to you know take that in the 17th pick and move up to the mm-hmm. lottery, which in my opinion is most likely what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or my tinfoil hat theory, where you know you you have that 26 pick and then you end up you, Stone wants another first round pick, and then you end up trading away 17 and three and maybe something mm-hmm. else as well by moving up one or two spots in the draft. Yeah. What is the most likely scenario? Package it. Package it for the lottery or yeah. whatever. But what I personally want, package it for a top seven, top eight pick. Draft Dyson Daniels. Dyson, draft Dyson Daniels. Okay, so what what realistic trade would that be? Like seventeen twenty six. No, there's enough? no there's no realistic yeah. trade. There's no realistic trade oh, okay. unless unless we're okay with like unless a team in the in the lottery values Kevin Porter Jr. or Josh Christopher. And those are you know. That's hard, man. Or I, maybe Eric Gordon. You know, that just all depends. Like maybe the Blazers at seven. Blazers um, is, Blazers has always been my pick. Where they they yeah. take Eric Gordon and then they'll take those two first yeah. and try to find role players, you know. Well, Blazers have always been my team because this is a team that Dame doesn't want to rebuild. Mm-hmm. He's trying very hard to avoid the rebuild. Yep. And they're trying to keep Dame happy. So that's actually a, a, a like like a lot of people have thrown that scenario around Portland and I, mm-hmm. and I agree. I think that's definitely a scenario where something could happen where they, you could trade a vet to to the Portland Trailblazers and yeah. you could try to snag the seventh pick away. I mm-hmm. don't think it's high enough to where, like I said, I've said this in the past that Damien wants to work with a rookie and try to groom this rookie. No, I don't think he has the time. But yeah, Eric Gordon next to Lillard, he can defend actually. Well, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, I can see that as a being a viable opportunity, but I, I could see I actually trade like if there's a player that the Rockets want, hypothetically speaking, let's say a uh, Dyson Daniels. I want Dyson Daniels, but Jalen Duran, yeah, you know, is or available. Mark Williams, yeah, and they're like, okay. Portland, what would we do for this? And they're okay with seventeen and twenty-six, but they might need a future Brooklyn pick. Would you do it if you truly believe that Jalen Duran is the guy? Personally, for me, uh, but why would you though? Like, like it's a high. It's a, it's well. That's the thing. Like, what are you gonna do here? What's the scenario gonna look like then? You're mm-hmm. gonna start. Let's say Ban Carroll comes, and then you get a Jalen Duran. Yep. You're gonna keep put Ban Carroll at the three. You're gonna put Alpi at the four, and Jalen Duran at the no, five. No, it's not is gonna Jalen work. Gonna come Jalen Duran will come off the bench. I'm not a fan of that. Like, why would you yeah. draft someone? Why would you trade? I, I know. I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah, yeah. In, I'm speaking hypothetical. Yeah. No. 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 I understand. If it were up I'm to just me, saying. I draft yeah. Benedict Matherin and play him at the three. Benedict Matherin, man, that dude's yeah. pure muscle. Yeah. Um, that, that's personally like I like, but like I said, um, there's a lot to be uncovered 
within the next week. Oh, we're yeah. going to see a, a lot we're gonna, happening. We're going to see a lot of reports. We're going to see a lot of, um, you know, people throwing out flyers, trying to see what sticks in regards to rumors, deciphering what's true and what's not true. But you know, it all just it all varies, man. Who knows? Um, I mean, personally for me, I, I, if there was some way we can get Jaden Ivy with a Bancaro, OMG. Yes, but I think Dyson Daniels is a bit more in the sense of realistic in the sense. But also, I really like Dyson Daniels as a prospect as well. He's grown a lot um, in the past three weeks in regards to his workouts. Mm-hmm. He's gotten a lot of good publicity. So Don't get Dante exhumed now. He's moving up in draft boards, don't, man. Don't get Dante exhumed. He's certainly That's better it. than Dante exhumed. You better take that back. I love Dante exhumed. That's I know my you boy. Do. Okay. Bottom line here, it's so funny. We've we tried to avoid we've tried to avoid draft talk until Saturday. Uh, free plug live show happening this Saturday. So, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, be on the lookout for that. By the way, everybody, we're gonna actually gonna be announcing. Uh, we're gonna be doing a few giveaways, so which we'll be announcing probably tomorrow. By the time the episode comes out, we'll get. You, well, you'll be the first to hear it. We're gonna be an, announcing some giveaways for y'all. If you uh, people that show up, that'll be a lot of fun. We'll go into detail on that uh, on the next day when we put out the posts on Twitter and Instagram. But I thought we could avoid all this draft talk, and here we go, man. Christian Wood just had to get traded once again. Just had to, just had to get in the way of me watching Lightyear, man. This is what Christian Wood does. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He is all uh, love, all love yeah, to Christian Wood. It, I wish him well. I'm gonna. Sh- I want to shout out to James Piercy, a good friend of the, p- a good friend of the show. He said that, that today might be the best day of his life. So, do you think? There, he, do you think he? Yeah, he might. I'm pretty sure he meant that in jest to be funny. But I'm sure he's not exaggerating completely. Yeah, definitely. There's got to yeah. be some, you gotta be some smoke where there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. Shout out to you, James. Uh, I just want to cap it off by saying, uh, Justin, we're, this is kind of like our, let's give our eulogy now, our eulogy for Christian Wood in a Rockets uniform. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? On clutch, shout out to BBS Clutch fans, you know, your Christian Wood appreciation post. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, at least for me anyways, on my uh, appreciation post for him, I just appreciate... Uh, the few years he had, and you know, we wanted him to be Clint Capella on steroids, which he was for that first few games mm-hmm. as a Rocket uh, with James Harden. There was a lot of potential there. Unfortunately, just didn't end up panning out. Very like I, I'm not going to change my stance on him, talent-wise alone. He's mm-hmm. a top five center in the league, um, but it is the work ethic, it's the attitude, and everything else. And I just I wish nothing for him but the best. Mm-hmm. We're not competing for a title next year, so I'm not tripping about how well he does in Dallas. He does well for Dallas. It's fine with me perfectly cool with it uh in a few years if he decides to stay you better be ready for that ass whooping because it's coming but uh, until then until then i wish him well i i hope christian wood does well and you know ultimately it, it just it just didn't work out didn't pan out in houston and we all saw that and we knew that the end game was going to be coming and i just don't think we ended up seeing it coming this soon but we definitely wish him the best and uh that's that's going to be my uh my little eulogy for uh, Christian Wood in a Houston Rockets uniform. What about you, GM? Any more parting words for uh, for the dearly, dearly departed uh, Christian Wood going to the Dallas Mavericks? Don't ask me my favorite moment of Christian Wood in Houston. Oh yeah, it's easily that his first uh, his first uh, preseason game where he de- where he yammed it and hit a bunch of threes. People were like, "Oh, this is Clint Capella on steroids. We can't wait. This is gonna be great." No, even better. Ah, today. Yep. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Christian Wood. Good, uh, good friend of the show, John Jordan, said that Christian Wood's a good guy, and there's no doubt in my mind that he is a good guy. 
<laughs> but a good guy on this team? No, sir. No, sir. Um, he just wasn't a fit. Just want a championship, baby. Work. Yeah. I just want to build towards something great. And I don't think that Christian Wood was that for this team specifically. This is simply addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with his personality out, demand for the ball, gravity, mm-hmm. in the sense of he's literally a black hole when he has the ball, it's good for the team. It's going to encourage a lot more movement, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for that. So, I mean, good riddance to Christian Wood. Not mm-hmm. as a guy, but the player. Um, I think that he will actually succeed in Dallas. I think it's a better fit for him, and I'm very happy for him as a person because at least he will experience the playoffs as a player mm-hmm. if he stays in Dallas. That's a guarantee. Yeah, Playing with Luka Doncic is immediately vaulting you into playoff contention. And probably a second round, at least, you get to play in the second round of the playoffs. He's basically James Harden, except Luka might be worse on defense. He gets a second chance. Wood gets a second chance of playing with Harden. Good for and him. I'm, I'm happy for him. Like, like it, I said, I he think gets that, it back. that pick and roll will be strong, even though he doesn't he set strong in, picks. If, if he buys into it, he has to buy in. Is oh, he no, willing? He will. He will. He really, you guarantee if, it. You guarantee, I guarantee he it. will buy into this I guarantee it. No, he won't buy into Clipper roll. It'll be more so along the lines of like a pick and pop guy. He has someone so dynamic with the ball and Luca. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying. Um, I I don't know. But he 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 seems to buy in with guys that are stars, complete players that can actually control the ball and the tempo of the game, and point guards that can set him up. He didn't trust anyone in in the Rockets currently. So be it. That's understood. I wouldn't trust Kevin Porter Jr. either. No offense, Kevin Porter Jr., but uh-huh. I'm trying to win. I came here to win. Yep. Not to play with Kevin Porter Jr. No offense. Um, so that that's uh, a five game. Se- that's Wood, still, but I I think that's a little too early to call, man. It's a, you're talking about a five to seven game sample about him trusting Harden, and then out the gate we were thinking that that's how oh, he it's was be. going to trust him. Harden I, I, was an MVP. No, no, no. I'm not saying yeah. that, but like at the same time, I don't know, man. Like there's 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 there's, there's definitely with the would the attitude hold? That's yeah. my that's my thing. Would the mm. attitude have held over an 82-game stretch going into the playoffs and when the games get tough? Mm. How 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 is Wood's medal at that point? Yeah. And it remains to be seen. We're going to get a chance to see it in a few months. I can't wait to see what ends up happening there. Yep. GM, last question. Uh, grade the trade for the Rockets. Hmm. Quick. Nope, don't even explain it. Just go into it. Just give me give a... Me you're giving it an A? Mm-hmm. Because it's, we're pushing forward. It's Jalen Green's team. Anything that makes it Jalen Green's team is an A in my mind. I'm going to go B+. Plus. I'm going to go B+, plus for now. I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade. I'm saying think we can Pending get Depending on the pieces that are moved later with the said pieces yeah. that we just I'm going to go B-plus right now. Just a re- react, fully reactionary B-plus, mm-hmm. which is not a bad grade. That's an, that's an 85 to an 89, so that's still a pretty damn good grade in my book. GM, you know, we, we, we had to get this – we had to pump this episode out, and we just appreciate the fact that uh, people were asking us for our reaction. Like, get a reaction out there. Like, come on. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, dude, guys, we're going to get one out. Don't you worry. Literally, yeah. we were going to mic up and get I going. Am, so, I'm shocked. You know, we, we, we're here, and – and we're gonna get it out there, but GM, uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get another episode out. 
uh, towards this weekend for the live show. So if you guys want to join us, this is actually your chance to actually get in on the, you know, this. I, I put out a tweet a little bit earlier where I was like, oh, this live show just got spicy because we got the Christian Wood trade. So now it's just another layer in this live show that we're going to have. But we want everybody there. Pack the house. We great to get Rockets fans out. You know, we cannot continue to pump this out enough. We, we just would love to get the Rockets fan base together one more time before the draft itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. GM, any last words to say? And on top of that, go ahead and give us the uh, closing remarks for this episode. Um, okay. Remember, guys, rate us five stars on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Pods, if that is such a thing. Good Pods. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Summit, S O M Pod, at Summit. S-O-M-P-O-D. And follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. At Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D. And make sure to follow me, your GM, the Bobby Dazzler of Rockets Twitter, at JP underscore Mira Bueno. At JP underscore M-I-R-A-B-U-E-N-O. How about that for plugs, Kenny? Very solid, very solid indeed. Uh, you can give me a follow as well on Twitter at Summit Commish, S U M M I T C O M M I S H. We appreciate y'all uh, for giving us uh, your listens in terms of and smashing the downloads and subscribing to our YouTube. Uh, we appreciate anyone that listens to us by by letting us kind of be your Houston Rockets podcast as we continue to, to uh, pump episodes out for y'all. This is episode one hundred four. I've compl- We've gone. To, we've gone to the point where I cannot name out numbers anymore in regards to players. So I will go back to I'll take the one away and go back to four. So Luis Scola, the Luis Scola episode number one, take the one out and it's just four. So <laughs> Luis Scola episode one time for y'all. Episode one hundred four. Christian Wood is officially a Dallas Maverick. The Houston Rockets officially move on from him. It is officially Jalen Green's team from here on in, and you just love to see it. Mm. We'll see you guys this weekend for the live show. This should hopefully be the last pod before the live show, unless Stone decides to. Bring out more stones and decide to make another trade in which we'll have another reactionary episode for you all at some point this week. If not, we'll see you this Saturday for the live show, and we'll see you next week for the draft. Have a good rest of your week, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe, be easy. Meet us at the summit. Take care. The summit for life. The summit for life.